Welcome to Stuff and Things. I'm Chase. And I'm Jess. And this is our podcast where we talk about the random stuff and things that come to our minds and influence our business and our life. And um, we're back um, after yeah. a short break there. Um, we actually ended up taking one week. last week off. Um, it just got kind of crazy. And then yes. we got to the middle of the week and we we're like, oh, we still need to do that. And then we just didn't. So Yeah, it was pretty busy. Like I had new classes starting up and then just... Life. Real life. And yeah. So we are back today to talk about a fun topic on the perfect day for it, because we're going to talk about putting your spouse second today. And today just happens to be National Spouse Day. Yeah. So we're actually going to continue our four part series here on setting priorities in your marriage and in your yeah. life. And um, part two is just like Jess said, putting your spouse second. Now, did you realize that National Spouse Day even existed? No, I didn't. I didn't either. I saw today a kid showed me at school that mm -hmm. like all the national holidays of today. And I was like, but isn't Valentine's Day that like I was I yeah. was like, OK, this is this is that day. So no, never heard of that until you talked about it just five minutes before. I we actually doing then this. saw something on the news. The Instagram, the Facebook, somewhere in the, <laughs> the world of the interwebs, I saw a thing about it again. Yeah. And I was like, huh, fancy uh, so that. It's, so it's a real thing. It it's not just your thing. student that showed you. I did not make it up. <laughs> well, that's exciting, though. But yeah, it does fit for today because, um, like you said, we want to talk about putting your spouse second. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of people might hear that and think like, oh, well, you know, how are you supposed to set priorities when you're putting your spouse behind things. Um, but what we're talking about more so is kind of keeping in trend with what we talked about last time about putting God first in your marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and so naturally the next most important thing would be your spouse. And so yes. basically just saying that in the line of priorities, your spouse comes second only after God mm -hmm. and before surprisingly yourself. Now I know that's going to be super countercultural for a lot of people out there. We are not by any means saying in that, that you totally, completely forget yourself. No, not at all. At all, because there's an important part of taking care of yourself that benefits your spouse. Like, if you don't shower, your spouse might notice. I don't know about you guys out there, but they might. And <laughs> um, so we're not talking about that kind of stuff, but it is really revolutionary to not put yourself first in this world. And honestly, when you do put yourself first, it just doesn't end up as well for your marriage. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and I find that when I'm making like diligent sacrifice for you mm -hmm. or when I'm trying to really keep that in mind of putting you above myself, it does help us a lot. Yeah. Um, it helps with our communication. It helps with just mm -hmm. how we love one another. Um, yes. and it helps just our relationship as a whole when both parties are sacrificing for each other and trying to then just make each other happy yeah. and make each other feel fulfilled and, you know, loved and mm -hmm. cherished and supported and encouraged and all those good, happy all feelings. those great, awesome things. So, so go ahead. Oh, today we kind of want to talk about how to do that. What does that look like? You know, it's easy to say, but I'm not going to walk away and not give you guys some practical tips. I should say we, we are not going to walk away and give you guys little golden nuggets of knowledge, golden nuggets of knowledge. Yes. Little tidbits. <laughs> little yeah. So winks. we did take that week off, um, but it was mainly because we were prioritizing our marriage and yeah. prioritizing our time together um, mm -hmm. and just making it so that we didn't feel overburdened, yeah. over 
worked. Um, and it was nice. It was nice to just kind of re- nice. sit back and not really do anything. Yeah. Um, we did just kind of hang out and get a lot of stuff done around our house and just like just ran some errands and things of that sort and had like just day to day life. But it was nice to just be able to just hang out. Yeah. For um, sure. And so I think that's one of the big things that we try to do is kind of focus on what we can do to help build our relationship. Yeah. And so what we've done in our marriage is we've sat down and kind of hashed out like almost a schedule. I hate calling it a schedule, I, but it is, but it is a schedule of days, like things that we do in the evenings. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, but it does help us to prioritize our marriage and to mm-hmm. prioritize each other when we follow these set days. Like, so for us, I'm going to pull it up on my notes because it's not just on the top of my head. <laughs> well, I can start. Always. So on Monday evenings, when the week starts, um, we will have a TV night. Yes. And so we'll sit down and we'll choose a show together and we'll hang out and have yeah. some fun. Um, and we try to limit that TV intake to that night. Now, yes. we're not perfect. No. It does change. It does happen to where we are like, oh, you know what? We're just not going to do that today. And to be totally honest, we've gone through long stretches where we haven't done this, but honestly, we notice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so Monday's TV night um, and we pick something together yes. and we try to watch shows that we like together yeah. because we like to be intentional and be able to enjoy it together. And it helps that we have almost melded into the same human. Um, <laughs> we are basically the same person. So and we're so like, we oh, have the same interests. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a new serial killer documentary. It yes, please. Was good. We watched the whole thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want a good one, uh, Night Stalker on Netflix is really, really good. It's four parts long. We watched all four parts in one night. That's yeah, how TV good it was. night. <laughs> we're also crazy when it comes to uh, murder mysteries yeah. and serial killer like, documentaries. We really like like horror TV shows are really yep, good. Yep. Um, but they're so, less predictable than movies somehow. Yeah. But yeah, so, but we, so try we try to, to watch focus on that fun. and try to focus on having that fun time together. Yes. Um, and so then Tuesday night, um, I am a big nerd and I really like video games. Um, I have played video games my entire life since the not. original, you know, Nintendo came out and mm-hmm. playing like Duck Hunt on the Super NES back in the day. Um, but so I still love doing that. And Jess realizes this. And yeah. so she utilizes this night um, while I'm gaming with usually my brother mm-hmm. um, to follow up and do homework. Um, yeah. As we've said before, Jess is in her master's program. And so that comes with a lot of homework. Yes, it does. So it gives her a time when I can just kind of zone off and be in my headsets and just kind of listen to my games and she can have quiet and um, do her homework. But we do still sit next to each other, though. Yeah, we sit next to each other. And then like when I don't have schoolwork, when I'm not currently in classes, like or, you know, if I whatever, like. I don't have something to go do or whatever it is. Like I try to play video games with him. It's hilarious when it happens. I am so bad because I wasn't allowed to play video games as a kid. So (laughs) I never really learned that hand-eye coordination of a joystick. The only game I ever played was Oregon Trail on like the old black black and green Max. (laughs) So, um, I and that really didn't have joysticks. So. No, and I'm also, I wasn't good at that. My people always got cholera and died. And, yeah. you know, I'd always name them like friends' names. So that then I'd be like, ha, ah, you died. Anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I at least try because that's something we found is like, if you at least try to enjoy the interests of your spouse 
or you, you know, even if you're not great at it, just have fun and make fun of yourself and do the thing that they love. It's going to benefit because well, it's always a great time when you do play video games with me because it is hilarious. We usually end up just laughing and having I'm a good time. Stuck in a corner. And, yeah. And so like <laughs> we usually end up playing like like fighter games like yes, I'm Mortal good at Kombat or like, you know, I can hit all the buttons. Other, yeah. And she just smashes a controller until she wins <laughs> and she usually does win. But if she gets into like any of those like first person shooter games no, or I'm anything stuck like in that, a corner she the whole can't time. do it. Like, yep. like Jim from the office when he went to the new Yes, law. that yeah, is exactly me. Her. It's hilarious. It drives me crazy. It's like, I have no peripheral vision and like, I can't, no hand like coordination. I can't, I can't. So, but we still have fun in it. And so that yeah. makes it important for us. Um, and so like she said, we try to share in each other's interests and that just happens to be one of mine that revolves around media. Um, and there are weeks that I don't get to play video games. Um, like tonight, tonight's yes. Tuesday by, for example. And, um, we've <sighs> decided to take up a 30 day photography challenge and that some days have um, proven to be a little bit harder than other days. Today was that day. You know, as, as photographers, you think we'd be like, oh yeah, just snap the picture. It's easy. But you, nah. know, you know, we like to take pictures of people for a reason. Well, but also <laughs> like we're both perfectionists. Yes. And so like I took a set of photos, I hated them. So I like scrapped my entire vision and redid it again and for another hour. Yeah. And, but it, it came out, I was much happier. With yeah. It worked round. out well. So, yeah. and I'm just hypercritical of all my stuff. So even if it is okay, like I just think it's garbage and I beat myself up, but I digress. Um, yeah. So we did that tonight. And so I'm not playing video games, but yeah. and that's fine. We, and I'm we not still, doing homework, sorry, <laughs> which is also fine. Yeah, so <laughs> we, I'll just do it a different day, but we're hanging out still and we're doing yeah. something together and that's what's important. And that's what helps us with this kind of weekly run is that it helps us have consistency mm -hmm. and spending time together. Yeah. So then Wednesday nights, we try to do like what we call a connecting night. And it is like media off phones down face to face. Like sometimes we'll start a fire and like snuggle in front of the fire or like whatever, but it's, and sometimes we will use our phones to like find fun questions for one another that like are just thought provoking conversation starting questions. Yeah. We usually make it through like three of them yes. and then we're just having a conversation. Yeah. And sometimes they're silly or sometimes it's, you know, we're Serious. talking more seriously about like, yeah. what do you want to do if you're in a coma? You know, those <laughs> kind of things that are but important to talk about as spouses. But I think that that is the most important night of our week. Absolutely. Um, one, because it's one of your love languages. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll get to those here in a minute. Yes, we but, will. But, um, communication is huge mm -hmm. and uninterrupted communication is even more important. Yes. And if you're able to sit down face to face with your spouse, with no distractions and just look at each other and talk to each other, like it's going to change your marriage like Absolutely. A hundred percent because you're going to be able to talk about everything. And now it is talking about things. It's yeah, we're not, not arguing. It's not fighting. arguing. It's not bringing up something that, you know, your spouse did no. that pissed you off last week. <laughs> it's not, you know, taking that. that long harbored resentment and just boiling it there out. There are different times to hash that out. <laughs> yes. But this is just talking about things and you can ask hard questions. You can talk about, you know, like, Hey, you know, how's your heart today? Like, how are you feeling? Like, mm -hmm. how are you like, where are you struggling? Like, what are you struggling with right now? What mm -hmm. are your successes? What are you looking forward to doing? Yeah. And there's so much that you can do and talk about. And I feel like it's super important to be able to do that. Yeah. 
For um, sure. Yeah. And so Thursday is a night that we never do. <laughs> That's not true. We do the learn something. Yeah. So our, ours is it's read a book or, or learn, learn something. something. And so we've fallen into learning something more now. Um, yeah. And so we will try to find a topic that we want to delve into. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times it ends up with photography or new content in photography or yeah. videography or, or something of that sort and how we can be better at those items. Cause we feel yeah. as business owners, we always want to keep growing Absolutely. and learning and progressing 100%. in our craft and, and getting better and better at it. Um, but sometimes it's just like stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, and as long as though we are choosing something to do together and choosing to learn and grow together. Yeah. That's what's important. Yeah. Like maybe we're watching a Mark Roper and learning how to make a plasma gun. Yeah. That's cool too, man. Yeah. And he only puts those videos out once a month. So the sand hot tub was like, all of his videos are good. So cool. That's what you get when you're a rocket scientist from NASA who decided to make YouTube videos. We'll link him in the description, guys. Oh guys, he's he's so good. Like it is worth learning something about science from him because he makes it so entertaining. It usually involves explosions. It usually does. <laughs> um, so Friday night we we have that we try to go on a date night. Well, huh, Avi, we can't go. Yeah, with COVID, it kind of put a damper on that. But we did find something super awesome. Yeah, we found a book that's called The Adventure Challenge. The Adventure Challenge. Thank you. I was like, um, meh, basically, meh. it's like a scratch off ticket of dates. Yeah. Um, And you can do a lot of them at home mm -hmm. and it kind of tells you beforehand, like there's little symbols on the side that'll say like, this one's at home. You don't need a babysitter. It's after dark and you need supplies. Yeah. Or like maybe you don't need supplies. So it'll kind of give it's you a hint like of what you're going to do. A box that covers up what the actual activity is. Yeah. And the whole th- idea is that you scratch off the covering and read what the date is. And once you scratch it off, you can't change your mind. Nope. You have you to have do to it. You have to do the date. And they send <laughs> you a little Polaroid camera with it. It's um, not just a Polaroid it's camera. An awesome it's Polaroid really camera. cool, yeah. but we won't get into camera gear. But right it's uh, <laughs> it, it, they send it to you so you can take a picture while you're on your mm-hmm. date, and then there's a spot in the book where you can attach that picture, yeah. and it's super fun. It is really um, fun, and so we we've enjoyed that. Um, but we also just try to do something, um, whether that be end up with watching a movie together and having kind of a romantic night that way or if it's building a fire and like making s'mores or if it's Mm -hmm. you know going out to dinner or you know when COVID ends like going to a concert or you know something fun. We used to be much better about trying to get more regular date nights Mm -hmm. but now we kind of schedule them in a little bit more in this sense so that we actually take the intentional time together to like stop what we're doing and have some fun. Well, I feel like we try to, um, schedule bigger dates too. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like for us right now, our date nights are more like a date weekend or a date, you know, yeah. day. And yeah, then we try true. to really build in a lot to that. And then that helps us kind of get through. Yeah. And to, I mean, to be totally honest for us, these can sometimes be more fluid. They don't necessarily always end up being on the day that we've scheduled them. But like we, we try, mm-hmm. but like, we're not always very good at it. Yeah. And then Saturday night, be totally transparent. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. We are not we're perfect. human and this doesn't happen a lot of the time, but we try to have a plan put in place for when we are good. Yes. But Saturday night is our supposed to be podcast podcast <laughs> night. Um, but that kind of moves around, but we also had an idea of doing a like game night. Um, on Saturday evenings. Well, that's Sunday. Oh, that's Sunday. Okay. Well, we changed it because we were supposed to be podcasting on Saturday. So 
Maybe we'll get on that schedule. <laughs> um, but so we have been in the past doing these podcasts on Saturday evenings. It was a little more of a production before because we had all the cameras and lights yes. and all that kind of stuff. So it took that, like, like there was hair that had to be done and stuff, guys. Yeah. Makeup. And Way we actually like, had to wear like real clothes, not pajamas. Bah. But you know, so it would take us, it took us <laughs> 30, 40 kidding. minutes to get that all set up and everything and rolling. And then we'd record the podcast for about yeah. an hour and then we would break everything out because, you know, our studio is also our office and our music room and our catch all. And let's all be that. honest, it's not pretty. It's not pretty, but it's functional and it works and there's stuff like in it. there's probably a, a five by three path that you can walk. This stuff. room is just as nightmare. It is. It is. Yeah. It, Makes me cringe. <laughs> but when it's all cleaned up and pretty, it looks really nice. Yes, that is so, true. With this photo challenge, though, I feel like it's got a it's lot of control. It's been an explosion. Because it's like, like, let's just leave the flashes up because we're going to use them tomorrow. But oh, either but way. it stresses me out. Anyway, and then Sunday night, we our have night. our game night. And that can be like, we have a pool table, so we can play pool. Or we, we have a lot of games that we buy that are more like fun adult games. Like, what do you meme? Or like... Cards um, Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. There's a fun Not to one. be played with your children. There's a fun one. What's that one? The accent one. Oh. I'll find it. It's a game where basically it's like Cards Against Humanity, but you have to read the cards in, <laughs> in, an, accent. in an accent that you have to also pick. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I'll, it's so bad. I'll it's find so it. Funny. I'll link it in the description. Anyway. It's not appropriate. No, not at all. But it's fun. It is fun. I mean, if you don't get through it without laughing, or if you get through it without laughing, you probably have no sense of humor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but either way, so the reason we go through all this though, is just to show you guys that we really try to be intentional with our marriage and yes. with what we do with our free time together. Mm -hmm. Now I know there's a lot of people that, that don't do this, um, that maybe spend more time apart from each other or spend time doing their own things. And, <gasps> that would be and, terrible. That's, and that's fine. It just doesn't work for us. Like no. we are best friends. We hang out all the time. We never feel like we have enough time together. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we want to be intentional with the time that we do have together. So I guess for those of you out there that are listening and maybe this isn't a priority in your marriage, like try it. I yeah. guarantee like you love the person you married. You picked them for a reason. They make you laugh. You have fun. Like enjoy them. Do things that are together instead of so much apart. And you'll find that you really enjoy it. And then um, for those of you who are not married out there, find someone who's your best friend before you get married. That's all I'm going to say. Because that will make everything better. It helps a lot it when, does. You, when you like the person that you spend the rest of your life with. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's it's fun to be like completely yourself and be able to be like <laughs> extremely weird. We are very and, weird. Yeah, we're we're super weird guys. Um, you might start seeing that in um some YouTube vlogs that come up, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I I, I think we we uh typically stick with conceal don't feel. <laughs> yeah, we hide that. like Elsa. We hide it and then when it we're bleeds home, out a little bit in this podcast when we get like, a little. Bleh! Late into the night and a little sleepy and kind of let our guard down a little bit. Um, but yeah, so we want to just um, encourage you guys to to really set an intentional path for your marriage yeah. because it'll make it so much more enjoyable. And it also makes it easier to know what you're doing every night, you know, so you don't run yeah, into sure. the like, well, what do you want to do tonight? Well, I don't well, know. I don't what, know. Do what do you want to do? Well, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to do? Like it's the just, birds on yeah, uh, Jungle Book. And just go back and forth and it doesn't, it doesn't never accomplishes anything. And then yeah. you just end up vegging out in front of the TV and falling asleep and yep. you're not being intentional. You're not connecting. You're not spending time 
investing in your spouse and you're not Mm -hmm. spending time learning about your spouse and Mm -hmm. what their needs are and what their desires are. And you're not spending time intentionally building your relationship Yeah, because, you know, we all dated our spouses before they were our spouses. Mm -hmm. We all pursued the, you know, our significant other. Yeah. We all did things to impress them and, and all of that. But like, it doesn't need to stop when you get married like that. Like Not, saying I do, stop. saying I do shouldn't be the culmination of your marriage. No, it shouldn't be like the high point of your marriage. It should be the beginning of a path that's going to lead to a long life of high points together. Yeah. Um. And if you are intentional and if you do things like this and set goals and set, you know, time aside to really build that relationship, then you're going to flourish. Yeah. Because when you're intentional with any relationship, it's just going to be better. Um, I heard a quote once and I honestly can't remember who said it. So sorry. <laughs> um, but it was basically like, if you pursue your spouse, like the beginning of your relationship, then there won't be an end because they're always going to feel that you love them. They're always going to be connected with you. Like it's just, it's important and it's gotta be both people. It's not just one person can be like, pursuing and the others like yes yeah for sure here um yeah so i just yeah you should definitely pursue your spouse forever it's, it will definitely make things better it's soups important soups <laughs> well on that note though we will uh take a real quick break and then when we come back we're going to talk about um a couple of other things that can help you guys to be intentional in your relationship with your spouse yeah so we'll be right back And welcome back after that short break. Um, so we, like I said before the break, we wanted to talk about just a couple other things that we can do to be intentional with um, your spouses. And I think the first thing um, would be to find and define what your love languages are. Absolutely. Now, um, if you don't know what the love languages are, I pulled them up on my handy dandy phone because, you know, I don't. <laughs> handy dandy phone. Handy dandy phone. It's like your uh, handy dandy notebook, but we don't need to write well, no more. But anyway. Anyway, love languages, just to preface, um, there's a book um, called The Five Love Languages by Gary, by Gary Chapman. Chapman. Um, it is a fantastic book and yes. it kind of just delves deep into this. But if you just read what the love languages are, I think you can kind of get a sense of what they are. Yeah. Oh, they're pretty self-explanatory. So they are words of affirmation, mm-hmm. which is like building your spouse up. Yep. Quality time, spending time together, receiving gifts, getting gifts, mm-hmm. acts of service, <laughs> serving your spouse, do the laundry, <laughs> physical touch. Why are you getting so weird? <laughs> I don't know. I said it and then I was like, mm, he does the laundry. I didn't mean it like a dig to you. I was meaning. It just happened to be when you talked about the physical touch. <laughs> physical touch. No. But um, yes, yeah. And so uh, those are good. the five love languages. I was laughing at my laundry when I and said they're, physical They're super important though. Um, and I feel like a lot of people get caught up though thinking that. Like they need to find the one love language that they are. And I feel like that's a fallacy. I think that all five of the love languages are important to each individual. They're just some of them are more important than other ones. Yes. But if you follow these five love languages, um, 
and then know which ones are a priority to your spouse mm -hmm. and serve them in that way. Um, it's going to go leaps and bounds in your marriage. Yes. So like for you, um, I know that your love languages are words of affirmation and quality time. Um, those are the top two. Yeah. Huh? Don't no. shake your head. No. You like getting gifts too. And physical but, touch. But physical touch is probably like, like so, I can't even be five centimeters away from him at all times. They're all good. That's like basically what I'm saying. But like, I know that if I don't tell you how much I love you, if I don't yeah. affirm you in that, tell you how beautiful you are, things of that sort, like not in a conceited way, but like just tell yes. her that I find her attractive or that I think that she looks great today and give her those little compliments throughout the day. Yeah. Then that helps her feel loved. Yes. Um, quality time is a reason that we have a connect night um, because it's important for you to be able to sit down and communicate and talk to me mm -hmm. and, and feel heard and also listen to what I have to do. Cause you care about what I have to say. Absolutely. Which is crazy. But, but okay. um, yeah, so I know that those two are things are really important to you. Yes. And I know for you, physical touch is a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, and you love to get gifts. I do. You love, love, love those. And she's really good at giving gifts. We've talked about this yeah. in our Christmas episode. It sucks to give a really good gift giver gifts, <laughs> but either way, she is really good at giving gifts. So I love it. But yeah, I would say those are your top two. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so much of a. You don't need people else. to affirm you. <laughs> no. Like you're pretty confident. Yeah. I mean, you need me to encourage you sometimes. Yes. Yes. So like they're all important, but that's not necessarily your top priority. I would agree. So, but like I said, you know, with these five love languages, they are key to having a healthy marriage. Absolutely. So all five of them are important and all five of them should be expressed in your marriage frequently. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's those little things of like, hey, you may be surfing Amazon looking for, you know, like trash bags because COVID and we don't go to the grocery store anymore. True um, story. And you may see something that reminds you of your spouse in the, <laughs> the like, trash in the section. like suggested <laughs> items or something because she was surfing before and you know, we use the same Amazon. So yeah, like, so I'll have to be like, don't look at that. All, email. The, all the cookie data and all the cached data shares yeah. what she was looking at. But, um, it, you might see someone be like, wow, like, I think she would really like that. Buy it. Yeah. Give her the gift. Show her you were thinking about her because it's yeah. not so much about the gift itself. No. Like, yeah, sure. Stuff is cool, but it's more so about the heart behind it. Yeah. And about the like, I was thinking about you and I intentionally set out to like, do this. It doesn't even have to be big. Like, I know I can go to the store and get him a bag of sour gummy worms and Ooh, like, yeah. he'll be stoked about it. Yeah, we need some of those. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, like last year for his birthday week, the first day was a five pound bag, five pound, five pound bag of sour gummy worms. And he was elated. Thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really, really awesome gift. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have to be a big thing. No, it, it can just be little things that, you know, your spouse loves. It can be the kind of gum that, you know, they like, it can be just little things to like dote on them. And it just goes to like, along with just listening 
to your spouse's needs. Yes. Like I, I Make try to list. remember, you know, when Jess says that she like wants something cause yeah. it doesn't happen very often. Um, but like, you know, it, it, gum is a perfect example. Like you come home for lunch every day mm-hmm. and sometimes you like to have some gum before you go back to work and talk to people. Yeah. And I mean, the mask helps. There's been times when you haven't and you've said, well, oh man, I wish I had some gum right now. Mm-hmm. Not saying like, go get me gum, <laughs> but like just say, having a, 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 a statement, but I'll yes. try to like make a point of going to the store and getting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just like it costs 50 cents, but it makes your day when you realize that you were hurt. Yeah, for sure. So I think that those are super important. Um, and like I said, it, there is a whole book about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are free quizzes on the five love languages.com. We'll link it in the notes at the bottom. Or whatever what I say. Yeah. And then <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. Show notes. Is that go. what we say? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Say whatever you want. It's our podcast. Okay. I'm going to say link it in the, the buy in the descript in the descript. <laughs> God for nerds in the below. Anyways, and the underside uh, yeah, we'll down the website so the you guys can take down. the test but and it's it, really quick. Yeah, and yeah. it helps you kind of prioritize where you're at. Yeah, for sure. And Man, then it can help mess. you. <laughs> oh yes, it is not. But then it can help you really focus down on those couple of ones that they because it'll like it'll put them in percentages. Like it'll put your top one at like this is the highest percentage, yeah. and then so on and so forth through all five because they're all important. Mm-hmm. But then that can help you kind of direct the way that you intentionally show your spouse love. And yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to do that test together. So you guys can see each other's love languages and then that gives you a direction on how to love your spouse. Agreed. But um, the next thing we talk about um, is sacrificing for your spouse. And I think that this is, (laughs) gosh, like I said, man, maybe we shouldn't have taken a week (laughs) off. This is... uh, we were like in this such a good groove, is. and now I feel like I'm just like and mouth noises. Words. I'm speaking <laughs> with my voice today. <laughs> okay, so yes, sacrifice, <laughs> sacrificing for your spouse is super important. Yes, like guys, I can't even express it enough that this is really where you will shine as a spouse and where you will cement the longevity of your relationship. It's also where you're going to see the most fruit in your relationship. Yes. If you are intentionally and diligently sacrificing your needs and your wants and your desires for your spouse's needs, wants and desires and vice versa, then it is going to return on investment tenfold. It's going to connect you. It's going to bond you. It's going to show your spouse that you care for them. You Mm -hmm. love them, that you listen to what their needs are, that you are willing to act on those needs Mm -hmm. because listening is only half the battle. Like listen, like listening without action is nothing. Like yep. if you're just like, yeah, I hear you. Like, I understand that that that's how you feel like bummer. Shucky darn. But like, man should have married someone else, but then you don't do anything about it. Like it, it's not going to be beneficial. It's no. going to make your spouse feel unheard, unloved, unwanted, yep. and it's going to go um, the, the wrong way real fast. Yes. But if you intentionally sacrifice for your spouse and that means just anything like, 
taking, you know, time out of what you're doing to do something for them, you know, whether that mm-hmm. be housework, like doing the chores, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, yeah. if it's picking up the kids from school, if it's going grocery shopping, if it's, you know, taking that day off of work so that you can take care of the sick kid, yeah. like, or take care of your sick spouse. Yeah. Like there's so many things that you can do from tiny, tiny little gestures to like huge things in your life yeah, that will show your spouse that you love them. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that we often, it's hard for us, right? Like we don't want to sacrifice what we want for someone else. I mean, that's just human nature. But when you're in a relationship and like, um, you know, the Bible study we're doing right now really likens it to Christ and the church and how Christ gave everything. I mean, he gave his life. He sacrificed everything and he didn't come powerfully over top of anyone. Like he wasn't willing his power, lording his power over people. He was washing feet. Yeah. He came as a servant. Yeah. And that's our example. So yeah. just to get back to the priority setting, if you put God first, Mm -hmm. then God should be your example in your marriage. It should be, you know, he should be your guide, your direction. And if you're going to follow his guidance and his direction, then putting your house second is going to be emulating God's love for you into your spouse. Absolutely. And so, you know, the, the chapter that Jess is referencing is Ephesians five. And it is just basically setting guidelines for how husbands are to love their wives and how wives are to love their husbands. Mm -hmm. Um, And it comes down to, you know, sacrificing and respect. Yeah. I mean, ultimately a passage that honestly is used out of context. So often, but to make it seem like the wife is subservient to a husband. And if you read the whole thing and you don't take that, the wife is to be submissive to the husband out of context, then you really truly understand that marriage is so much more. Absolutely. It's more about serving one another than anything Mm -hmm. else. But it just looks, if you just look at the life that Christ led and he came to serve, he came Mm -hmm. as a servant he came to take care of the orphans and the widows Mm -hmm. and the sick and the poor and to serve everyone to the point where he was washing his disciples feet. Um, which if you think about, you know, like ancient days, like their feet were probably nasty. Mm -hmm. Like they wore sandals or whatever and walked everywhere like walked yeah. through mud and dirt and grime and, you know, Think animal about manure. When you go to like a theme park and you walk around in flip flops all day, how nasty are your feet? Pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah. Now do that for your entire life. Yeah. And then, you know, Jesus Add comes and washes in. their feet. Like yeah. it's an incredible vision of what service and sacrifice looks like. Yeah. And so if he was willing to do that, like mm-hmm. what should we be willing to do? Mm-hmm. And it, the answer is sacrifice everything. Yeah. Like, and I think that that's hard for us to do in our culture mm-hmm. because we are so self-centered, so selfish, so me driven yeah, that it makes it are. really difficult to put your spouse above yourself and put your spouse second as a priority in your life, not yourself. Yeah. Um, a couple other things that I would add outside of, sacrificing for your spouse, um, take divorce off the table. Mm -hmm. 
Like we don't joke about it. We don't ever like say, oh, well, if you do that, I'm going to divorce you. Or, it is off the table in our household. Like it's not a choice. So we're not even going to talk about it. No, it's not an option. It's not, it's not a joke. <laughs> like not at all. I mean, like it, that's not a funny thing to joke about one, but two, like, it's just not ever an option for us. And so we don't need to bring it up. We don't discuss that because it's not a thing. But when you, So we, okay. we focus on communication. We focus mm-hmm. on solving problems. We focus on coming to agreements on things and making sacrifices. That, yeah. I mean, it looks like sacrificing. Like you can't always win. Like you can't both win. Like that's mm-hmm. not how life works. Like there's winners and losers. And not saying that like you're going to lose in your marriage, but saying that like sometimes you have to concede. Sometimes you have to give in to what your spouse's needs are, what your spouse's desires are, and just be humble mm-hmm. and be like, you know what? Like you're right. Like we need to we need to do that thing differently. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. I was overreacting, or whatever it may be. And like just be humble about it. Yeah. And then treat your spouse with humility and mm-hmm. reverence and accept their viewpoint. Yeah. And I'm not saying that like Jess always has to accept my viewpoint no. like or vice versa. Like it's a mutual respect mm-hmm. and it's a mutual gathering of information and yeah. finding the solution that works for us. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, part of that is also like not keeping score. Yeah. That's a so big one. like, I'm not like, oh, well, he won that argument, so I have to win this one. Or he got that, so I need to get this. Like, Or even like nah, keeping score in stupid things like, well, I did all the laundry and I do all the housework. Yes. So like, why don't you like do something like <laughs> that's not that's not healthy yeah. either. No, <laughs> like, I mean, if you need your spouse to help, just ask politely, yeah. kindly say, I need your help in this. I'm overwhelmed. Have a communication night. Where yeah. you can discuss things. True story. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. But then the last <laughs> thing I want to say is be your spouse's biggest fan, their loudest cheerleader. You know, they want you to cheer them on more than anything. And so I would just encourage you to be that for your spouse. Yeah. That comes right around to words of affirmation and just building each other up. Like if you are your spouse's biggest fan Mm -hmm. and you are their cheerleader and you just encourage the heck out of them and like really build them up, man, they're going to feel great. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to not be down in the dumps and it's going to make things a lot happier around your house. Um, And and it's not always perfect. Like There are times when things are really hard and, bearing with your spouse in those hard things and still encouraging them. Um, like I've, I've heard the analogy, like basically don't both of you be in the Valley. Like mm-hmm. one of you has to be on the hillside to pull the other up. And so it's that, like, it's this mutual, like you're helping, you're encouraging, you're lifting your spouse up. You're pulling them out of the valley is what it is. So like you're on the peak and they're in the valley, Mm -hmm. like pull them up because you may be in the valley next yeah. and your spouse is going to need to pull you up. Like it's a partnership. Like, And realistically, yeah. At some point, maybe you'll both be in the valley. Maybe you'll go through something really, really hard and it's harmful to both of you. Yeah. You go through this really hard thing. Then be each other's climbing partner. 
Like for sure. Work out of it together. Yeah. Talk, communicate, like date each other, mm-hmm. like build a relationship that's worth loving. Mm-hmm. So show. I think with that, we'll end this one. Yeah. Um, I think that this is a good discussion to have with your spouse. It's a good thing Please to do. like sit down and just have that communication night. Like mm-hmm. if that's the one thing that you add to your week is just like sit down and have a face-to-face discussion. Like that's huge. It is. And if it starts out as a two minute talk and then transforms into a five minute talk and then builds to a 10 minute, like awesome. Like start small, make small steps and small changes to have large outcomes in your life. Yeah. Like it's super important to spend that time with your spouse Mm -hmm. and it's super important to come up with a plan. So um, we hope you guys got some encouragement out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope that you guys didn't miss us too bad when we took our break, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we should be getting back on this uh, every week. Yep. Um, the episodes will be released on Wednesdays. Yeah. Um, whenever that may be, it may be nine in the morning. It may be nine at night. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Wednesday. But Wednesdays. Um, but yeah, if you got any value out of this, um, you know, leave us a comment. Um, look us up on Instagram, send us a message about, you know, what you got out of this. If it was yeah. encouraging to you, we would love to hear, um, from we would love to hear from you guys. Um, if you guys are struggling with something and you guys just need a community partner in that if you need yeah. somebody to reach, like reach out to us, we'd be happy to give whatever advice we can or help out in any mm-hmm. way we possibly can. So we've um, been through a lot. We have, and we would love to help. So um, also if you rate this on the podcast service, you're listening to, it does help get this out to other people. Um, we would really appreciate that so that maybe someone else can get some encouragement out of yes, this as well. They can hear a globally glue. Globally gloop <laughs> and this hot mess express that was episode 19. <laughs> We'll be better next time. (laughs) But either way, guys, thanks for tuning in today and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.